Red Apple Media Podcast Network presents This is Protecting America. Now, here's Emmy winning journalist Rita Cosby. And welcome to another edition of Protecting America. I'm Rita Cosby. New York City is said to be reviewing 750 more sites to possibly house migrants coming to the Big Apple. As it is costing the city, get this, an estimated $8 million a day to house and feed the tens of thousands of asylum seekers coming here just within the last year alone. And joining us now to discuss this overwhelming issue is New York City Democratic Councilman Robert Holden, who represents the 30th District in Queens, New York. Councilman, great to have you here. Great to be here, Rita. What's your reaction? 750 more possible sites to house migrants. Uh, That's unbelievable. We have to, again, we have to take in the world here in New York City. That's impossible. Uh, This this is, um, again, 750 ways to destroy a a city is to take in uh, the world's poor. And we can't do that. We just can't keep going on. And a taxpayer uh, funded uh, program that that we see in place thanks to President Biden uh, is killing us here in New York City. How can New York City handle it? Um, just as you said, when we talk about the price tag of eight million dollars a day, how can any city sustain that? Let alone New York City. No, we can't sustain it. And again, it'll fall on the taxpayers. So we're already the most heavily taxed uh, city in the nation. And now you're going to pile this on. It's going to cost actually billions, $4.2 billion, the last I checked with the, with the mayor, to uh, in, in, the, in the out years on this. So it's going to keep costing us. Plus, there's, these are able-bodied people. Most of them are men, by the way, single men, who are coming here to work. But they won't be able to work for at least 13 months, because that's how far the federal government is behind in processing their uh, asylum uh, applications. And most of them, by the way, Rita, are not even eligible for asylum. They're coming here just to make money, and they have to prove their case. But again, they they won't come before anybody for about 13, 14 months. And that seems even, by the way, uh, a short estimate. I've even seen reports where it's years. I mean, how can any country be a secure country with that kind of timetable? No, we can't. We're a sovereign nation. We have to stop this. Again, I told the mayor, we just send the buses away, send them back uh, to where they came or send them to Washington. We cannot handle it. Just get the If you get the word out, we're not taking any more people here in New York City. And on the public dole, how, how can we afford this? We have no space. They're looking for all over the the state for uh, rooms, but who's paying for it? We are. So if we send them to Albany, like I think we sent 80 to Albany recently, the capital of New York State, we're still paying in New York City for those 80 people staying in a hotel room. What tell 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 me what this does for the taxpayers of New York City? Tell me tell me the benefit we get out of this. So what do you think is the solution, Councilman? Because it is so complex on so many levels. What do you see is the end game for this? Again, uh, it's first um, uh, state, you know, you remain in Mexico should be, uh, that should be going forward, uh, like in the Trump administration. We don't accept anybody uh, coming across our borders illegally, first of all. But while their application, their asylum application is pending, they stay in Mexico. 
period. We can't have them in the United States and just they're all over the country now, but they're, con- you know, they're concentrated in New York City. Uh, 70,000 are in New York City with almost 50,000. Really, it's, it's 45,200 as of last week that we were taken care of in New York City. 45,200 people who are going to who are getting fed clothes, they're getting phones, they're, you name it, they're getting it, and we're paying for it in New York City. We're suckers. Yeah, why are taxpayers allowing this to continue to happen? Well, again, I'm, I'm a voice, and there's a, there's a bunch of us in the city council, uh, Democrats and Republicans, who are saying enough's enough. We can't pay for it. Uh, send them to Washington, D.C., or, or like I said, the mayor should announce press conference tomorrow morning, he should announce that we can't take any more migrants in New York City. We're turning the buses around. And that's the only thing. I know it's, it sounds, you know, especially when there's kids involved, it sounds mean, but we can't pay for this. We have no rooms. We really are suffering now. It's, this is going to destroy New York City, and it's going to destroy it very quickly. Wow. How much longer do you think New York City can sustain it? Well, again, if the mayor is saying we're fully booked and we can't, um, Rita, if we can't, if they can't work, by the way, uh, for at least 13, 14 months, maybe even two years, that means we have to pay for their existence. And by the way, they're in the row uh, NYC hotel. It's on 8th Avenue in Manhattan. Um, There's about 1,300 rooms. And they're destroying that hotel. We we found out from one of the employees there. He did a video, and what he's claiming is going on there is unbelievable. We have a ten-year-old girl was found in her room alone, drunk, and her parents weren't there. Um, they were also they say they average about ten kids a day they find that are left alone in the hotel rooms while their parents are out. Um, they find weapons. They find drugs. They also find, which is very curious, they find all these uh, forged documents in the rooms, forged passports, social security cards, you name it, they're finding it, and a lot of drugs. This is, this is one uh, was a, a moderate-priced hotel room in New York City for tourists years past in a theater district that is now turned over into a giant mig- migrant uh, shelter, and you name it. It's going on in that hotel. So it's just it's it's so it's so demoralizing and depressing here to have this happen to us. And we have to thank President Biden. When you hear that as a New York City councilman, doesn't it just break your heart and infuriate you? Uh, you you can't imagine. Um, I see my town, which was a vibrant town um, before de Blasio, Mayor de Blasio came in and destroyed it. Uh, he unraveled uh, Mayor Giuliani's great work uh, for eight years and then Mayor Bloomberg's great work for 12 years. So we had 20 years of um, really great growth in New York City until Mayor de Blasio came in. And, and in eight years, he, he kind of put the city on a spiral out of control um, way here going downhill. But we can come back, and Mayor Adams is trying, but we're getting to a point where if we keep taking migrants and if we keep, in, keep having um, these dangerous uh, people, uh, mentally ill people on our streets and on our subways running around attacking people and the crime going up, uh, people, again, like I said, people are leaving, 
and it's going to continue to happen. And the cities, it will take a long time to recover unless something's done quickly. And and I and again, I blame our senators. I, I certainly blame Chuck Schumer uh, and Gillibrand. She's uh, been asleep at the wheel. The governor, Hochul, has been really absent on this. And they left it up to the mayor, Mayor Adams. And he, I don't know, you know, I'd hate to be Mayor Adams now because he's stuck between a rock and a hard place. But it's really demoralizing. We have so much invested in this city. It's really the number one city or was the number one city in the United States. But the way we're just being dumped upon here, it's um, very depressing. I just don't know how we can get out of this unless the, the president can wake up. Do you see this president waking up? Because he seems to be making a concerted effort, Councilman, uh, to keep the border open and to keep the flow coming. I mean, it's clear. Everybody says, you know, all you know, you could close it up in one day. You could change the policies. Like you said, go back to remain in Mexico, which it was under President Trump. And yet when this president took over, he changed that. Um, this is obviously intentional. Yeah. And, and I just don't understand President Biden on this. Uh, I, they could they could just stop it now. They said no more to New York City, no more migrants coming into the United States. Let's have a moratorium on it. Uh, let's figure this out. So in the meantime, we could he could say there's a 30 day moratorium on anybody coming in for asylum in the United States. Um, and you know, one thing I proposed um, is that maybe you you leave them at the border, build a, a complex there. You could it could be kind of temporary ho- housing. But if you just want to, you know, if they come over the border, if you can't really handle it, or even the ones that already came over, put them in that camp there and look at their asylum um, applications right then and there. It's the only thing I could come up with. But th- there's other things that could be done. But the first thing, like I said, a 30-day moratorium uh, and then f- have uh, Congress figure out figure out what, what we should do with asylum seekers. And you have to hire a lot of uh, ICE uh, officials now, uh, police officers, to to go over this because it, you know how it works. They have to sit with an ICE officer, you know, and it sometimes it could take hours for the application to be reviewed. And then they can't work 30 days after, even if their application is approved, it takes 30 more days by law. So this is a situation where we have to stop it. Uh, somebody has to step in. I just can't believe the uh, the president. President Biden is certainly asleep at the wheel. I don't even know if he can hear a dinner bell at this point. I think he's just uh, he's just clueless. What do you think about um, rushing to get work permits? I mean, that's one of the things that they have talked about. I know New York City Mayor Eric Adams has talked about to speed up the process of getting them work. Would that? Do you think that's a good idea, or does that incentivize them to be more? I think it's it's both. It, it could be a good idea, but you're right. It could incentivize more people to come, and then it's just. But they're coming now, um, so I think that's why you have to fix the border first. So I say. You know, announce, you know, 30 days, a 90 day moratorium, whatever you announce, say we're not accepting any more people coming over the border. We have to process the people we have here now. And then I would say if you look at their applications, probably 90 percent, I'm guessing at this point, because I don't think anybody knows, but 90 percent of the people aren't eligible to seek asylum into the United States. If you ask them their predicament at home. It could be that they just they're coming here. Most of them are coming here to make money and they know they're going to get free handouts in New York City, certainly. So that's why everybody wants to come here. But 
we have to come up with a very, very tough stance on this. What is good for the cities of the United States? What is good for the people of the United States? Those are the questions you ask first. What can this person do for us here in the United States? What skills do they have um, to let them into our country? And it's not just because they just want to make more money. It, that cannot be. And again, most, most people are going to invent things. And how do they prove that they seek asylum, that they're in danger in their home country? We cannot be the dumping ground of the world. We can't just have this open door policy. So things are going to have to get really tough. We're going to have to make tough decisions. But I just don't know if the, um, if the Democrats in Washington you know, really have the resolve to do this. Well, and where are even other fellow Democrats, even in New York? I mean, some are crying out, but a lot of them are not crying out. A lot of them are silent. And they certainly don't seem to be putting pressure on the president to change his policy. I hear them asking for more money, but I don't hear them saying, plug the border. Yeah. If, even if you gave the, the New York City $4 billion, let's say, to, to, uh, to house the, um, the, the migrants, what is that going to do for New York City? That's just, it's, who's paying for it? It's the taxpayers of New York City or the taxpayers of the United States. It's not really, we're not getting anything out of this. If they came up with, you know, let's, let's say um, a WPA program, that might work. But again, it's just, you, you could have a problem with more people trying to come to work in this program. So I, I just think you have to get tough with the border and just close it. And then, you know, uh, remain in Mexico uh, policy that worked, by the way. It worked under President Trump. Um, we should go back to that and then just get tough with uh, the mayor's got to get tough in New York City saying we can't take any more people, period. You know, we're talking about some of the places where they're already housed. You brought up the Roe Hotel. Um, the other place uh, that they're starting to put and using sort of as a, as a center to as well is the old Lincoln Correctional Facility in Harlem, uh, eight uh, stories high. What are your thoughts about that? Well, yeah, if you if you talk to the people in the neighborhood, they're not really happy about this. I wouldn't want this uh, because again, these are idle men. Uh, some some are. I don't know if they're putting families in there, but let's say there's men going in there. Um, they're just going to be standing around. And New York City, by the way, uh, when I visited one of the um, the shelters, there were about 600 men there. They were actually telling the men to go out and try to get work off the books, which is Ill- illegal. You're, you're not nobody benefits except uh, obviously the uh, employer by working off the books. So they're not paying taxes. They're not paying Social Security. Obviously, they're they can be exploited. But the taxpayers of New York City get nothing out of that, nor does uh, any any taxpayer in, in the United States get anything out of that. And it's also illegal. But this is the only thing left for us to tell them that when they, they have to stay here, they'll be sitting around for over a year. And many of them will be uh, rejected from their asylum application and then they'll be shipped back to their their country. So this is a terrible situation. But I don't I don't agree with putting um, any migrants up anymore in New York City, certainly if they're just going to sit around. So I know what the mayor's trying to do. Like you said, he's trying to find, you know, maybe we can put them to work. What 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 do you do? What are the answers? And so far, Washington has not come up with one single uh, answer to this. And throwing throwing billions at, at it is not going to solve it. 
What do you think about Rikers, putting them in Rikers? Take the doors off Rikers and use Rikers. I mean, again, these are, but these are really not solutions. They're just warehousing human beings. Does anybody agree that's a good idea to put them in Rikers and let them just stay there uh, and warehouse people? I don't think, I think it's, it's a tremendous waste uh, of, a human, of human resources and people um, to just put them up in a place and say, here, stay here, and you can't do anything. That I, I would rather just send them back to the border or send them again to to, the, to Washington or just say that we can't accept anymore. We can't, you know, again, we don't, the right to shelter does, does apply to New Yorkers. It doesn't apply to people who are from different countries around the world. So I think the mayor has tried to challenge the right to shelter. That's uh, the law in uh, New York state, but we have to, really get to the point where we just reject them. We have no more room. We have no more resources, period. Yeah, well, we hear and we hear the phrase, uh, no more room at the inn. No more room at the inn. And, you know, you can't keep saying that and then just keep taking uh, migrants. And that's what I I told the mayor. I said, you you just have to at one point say no more. I know he's going to get, you know, you're you're going to get slammed by the far left on this or even the left. The left's going to say you're heartless. How could you turn away women and children? But you know what? It's a situation that's going to destroy New York City. If anybody doesn't think that, just go down to the hotels that currently have the migrants staying there. People standing around, sitting around, crime going on around it, drug activity, drinking, you name it, it's going on. And that, again, how do you destroy uh, New York City? Well, by letting, you know, 50,000, 70,000 people come in without skills, without um, uh, resources, and just and then you have to pay their ways. You have to pay their food. You have to pay their lodging, clothing, etc. And how long do you think New York City uh, can sustain this before they really hit a boiling point, or have we already? I think we're way past that. We're probably three or four months past that point now, because this is going to take a, a lot of money. I don't think the federal government is going to give us the money. And like I said, even if they do, what does it do for New York City to have, you know, fifty thousand people just sitting around? And um, again, these people have, they can't, many of them can't speak the language. They have um, no skills. So what do you do with that? What, how does that helping anyone? How is that helping our society? It is not. What about also security? Um, That's one thing we haven't even talked about because how do you vet them? And clearly they are not vetting them. I mean, we see it on the border. We know uh, that there's been about 5 million that have come through since Biden took office. 1 million of those councilmen, as you probably know, are gotaways. These are ones that we have no idea of who's in the country, not vetted, not checked. You can't basically check anyway, especially because they're coming from foreign countries. Um, what a huge national security risk do you believe this also poses? And just imagine we're, we're you know, a little over 20 years removed from 9-11 when we were attacked um, by people we didn't know uh, that they were even in the country. Uh, and they, even if they're on the terror watch list, and we've caught a few coming over our, our southern border, but so many uh, people are getting through who really want to destroy the United States. So it doesn't take that many. What does it take? Eight to to uh, bring down buildings and and uh, almost destroy the Pentagon. This can happen again. And if any city learned its lesson, it should be New York City. But unfortunately, some of the elected officials in New York City forgot or were even born or don't remember uh, 9-11. Uh, they don't remember it. They didn't learn the lesson. And 
we're, we're falling into the same trap. So I, I suspect, you know, very, you know, it could even be very sooner than later, but we could be attacked again because of what's happening on the southern border. And then how do you answer to the people of the United States, uh, President Biden, if that happens? And this, it will happen. There'll be attacks around the United States from people who have come in through the southern border. So not only are we, do we have a, a poor southern border uh, with, with um, migrants coming across, but we also have fentanyl, again, drugs coming through from China, being processed in uh, Mexico, and then coming uh, over, our, uh, crossing our southern border, coming into the United States and killing 100, over 100,000 people a year. So what does the president need to wake up? What does he need? What does Congress need to wake up and stop this? I mean, the president could stop this tomorrow. He just doesn't want to. Yeah. And boy, is that putting America at risk. Um, Well, everybody, be sure to subscribe and share to this podcast uh, such powerful information. Councilman Robert Holden, thank you for your great service and all you do to keep us safe and your great dedication to this country and to the city of New York. Thank you. Thank you, Rita. And everybody, I'll be back soon with another great edition of Protecting America. And of course, you can catch me every weeknight, 10 p.m. to midnight on the legendary WABC Radio. This is Rita Cosby, and thanks for all you do to protect America.